Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, it is, uh, it's so good. It's so good. You guys, welcome back to another one of our Black Sales After Buzz TV after shows. Uh, Lauren cannot be here with us tonight, so That's thus, it. I'm the captain now. Took over uh, <laughs> the ship. I did, I did. Uh, this is episode, I, I guess, well, chapter 21. Mm-hmm. XXI. Uh, and yeah, a great episode. I can't believe we're Amazing. only on the third episode of the, of the season. There's been so much that has happened. So, so much to discuss. So, so much, much to, to discuss. Um, well, just so you guys know, you can follow me on all over the social media spectrum. Oh, that music <laughs> just came back in. Uh, I want that to follow me around my entire life. Uh, you guys can follow me all over the place at Keaton Markey. I have a really weird name, so thus I ha- I kept full control over it, I think. Yeah, um, and make sure you guys follow AfterBuzz TV. All across the board as well. Uh, make sure to look at look us up on iTunes. Rate us. Give us five stars. Give us give us thumbs up on our after show and all that jazz. And yeah. who's my lovely lady uh, over hello. here to my left? This is Nadine. This is I am <laughs> Nadine Delapella, and you can catch me all over the interweb, like you say, at Nadine DP and the number three. Because my name was too long to actually just use my full name, so I had to cut mm, some of it off. I understand, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? No, you, you don't. Go, no, you got. You got. You got to. You know, just yeah. trim the fat. Trim bye the bye. fat. You have to take it away. Um, so this is a really, really good episode, chock full. So let's just dive oh, yeah. right in. Um, mm-hmm. The first people I want to talk about um, today are Max and Anne. Mm-hmm. and we see Max and Anne. Max is finally convinced. Uh, uh, Sorry, I'm, Max is trying to convince everybody to, you know, turn the gold into something that they can actually carry. So, like, you know, pearls is what we see them, like, mm-hmm. you know, working with. And uh, we see you're talking with a merchant, kind of figuring things out with said merchant. And also, dun-dun-dun, mic drop. This is when they find out that Woods Rogers and the British are coming, basically. Yeah. Well, thank God that they actually found this what? out. Imagine if this conversation never took place. I if know. she never got more info out. And I wish she tried to extract a little bit more information, but I think if she did, it wouldn't be like a little too obvious that there's something bigger happening. Well, so. and not only that, I just think Max is Max is very 
she's very calculated Mm -hmm. and she doesn't want to show weakness by her showing that she was did not know this was happening like that's that's a little bit of a weakness because that's knowledge that she's not aware of Mm -hmm. and she's supposed to know all so i think it it made sense to me that she did not share any like she kind of just played it cool Mm -hmm. and she immediately went to her peeps and she's like you guys we got a rally we got i told you like i it's great good thing we're you know switching this gold out now because we got it we got to figure this out but we have to join together to protect our place um, and before I pass it from Max to Rackham, mm-hmm. I want to talk about that scene of Max and Anne in the in the cave. Yes. That was a crucial scene between the two of them. That was a huge scene between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And what is kind of your take on that scene? I mean, I think that it was the first time that they actually realistically talked about themselves more than just sort of a, a sexual thing. I mean, I know that they had said love before and stuff, but I think this was the first time you actually saw that, you know what, this may have just been a little bit too much of our infatuation it's not going to actually last in the real world unfortunately you know and i thought when max was first talking that Anne was going to put more up a fight to keep her in her life but the fact that Anne shed that tear and just finally understood and walked away it was just it was a little heartbreaking to see yeah i'm very curious to see how much more of their story we're going to see or mm-hmm. if this is the end if max ended it right here because and i and i loved that scene between the two of them i thought it was it was honest and it was and i understood it like mm-hmm. and max is basically like there's no way our story is going to have a happy ending mm-hmm. we cannot be together so we might as what well, i wrote it down uh let it be now so we may not live in fear of it yeah so just end it on our own terms yeah because then we don't have to be like oh my gosh this is happening this is going to happen this is going to happen this is going to bound to to destroy us both and you know i i would i'll be very interested to see because i I don't. Do you think we're going to get somewhat of a battle next week, or I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, next week. I just think the whole just to end off the whole Max and Anne thing. I think it really just solidified the last words when Anne just sort of walked away, and Max was like, "Well, don't you want to stay to make sure that it's all like evenly distributed?" And she, and said, she I trust didn't you. even turn around, and just goes, "I trust you," and just kept walking. And oh. there it was just like, oh, right in the heart, this dagger. This, like this is what girl. black sales does to us. It doesn't oh. matter if the relationship is between two men, two women, or a woman and a man. You do it. not let us have romance for no, long at all can't. before you crush our hearts and souls with it. Seriously, I'm just thinking about picturing it now and my heart is still <laughs> aching over it. These poor girls. But um, yeah, so I don't think anything more of them is going to really really come of anything. And I think it's also an interesting timing that their relationship is ending as soon as Eleanor is on her way back to the island. I so, don't know. I don't know if there's anything to do with that. I just thought it was a weird timing. I think that ship has sailed between Max and Eleanor. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? I don't think that's going to that's going to pop up again. But yeah. you never know in this in this world. You don't know in Black Sails. Um so back to Rackham. So, yeah. you know, we have this awesome scene where Rackham is kind of being a leader, like taking charge, running the show. And uh, he's very quickly kind of shut down <laughs> as Blackbeard comes in. Because basically they're all like, we have to... Be- Rackham's idea is, we can't fight. We don't want to fight the British. That would be stupid for mm-hmm. us to, to pick a fight with the British. But if we can scare them enough so that they run... Then we can. Then we're thus protected. We can avoid casualties. We can avoid any bad bad things happening to mm-hmm. us. Which I, I think that's smart of Rackham. No, yeah, and I mean he's always the person that sort of doesn't really lead with his muscles in the fighting. He's the more like <laughs> he's logical. A thinker. He's the reasoner of the whole group. So for it, it is in true character for him to stand up and say all of that, um, even though he has veins sitting there protecting him a little with the muscle. Um, yeah, I, I like that Rackham was still thinking with his head. But I mean, come to find out that. Who's not going to be coming back, though? 
Well, da da da. We come to find out yeah. that, or everybody finds out that Flint is dead. And that just changes everything, though. It because does. Now the everything. triad is now broken up of what everyone's role is. You know. Yeah. Well, and it's also been like Flint has always been the person that everybody kind of can like like feels comfortable enough to turn to. Mm-hmm. Like you know, Vane is a little too crazy. Rackham is not muscly enough. Mm-hmm. Like it's so yeah. There's a lot of things that. Yeah, um, are going to get thrown off. Are going to get thrown off, exactly. Yeah, of but course. Teach comes in, and you know, I think he comes in at a great time because, you know, Flint is gone, yeah. and now we have Blackbeard. Yeah, so now we need a leader. So obviously, the writing worked out perfect for that. <laughs> we can take one big leader out, and now we'll throw another leader in. Um, but I think that it was also with Rackham the fact that Rackham literally said that he will be the one to lead. He will take charge, and he will defend. I mean, this is before Blackbeard came yeah. in. Yeah. So the fact that showed a lot with him, though. It did. I it think that was really... I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Rackham. Like, yeah. good for you. I want to give him a little pat on the back. Like, you're going to take some reign. You're going to take some of that muscular power and use it, you know? Um, He's getting, you know, when you got your pockets full of gold. <laughs> your head gets a little big, too, what you know. think can happen. I don't know. Maybe maybe it does. Um, but I, I think it's, it's that confidence he's built that up and I think he had like he did have all those people there listening yep. to him so he's not a total wash like he used to be I mean think how far Rackham he's has come yeah. he has come so far since season one as a character um, and, and he's like one of my favorites I so love him now I, I, I like seeing this and I'm going to be excited to see kind of him struggle with Blackbeard because then Blackbeard comes in says mm-hmm. kind of as like a sweetheart and a teddy bear and is like I just want Vane to like be my son. Nine wives and yeah. no sons. Yeah, this is the second time he's mentioned that he had nine wives. Like we get it, bro. Like we understand that you you failed, but he, yeah, he had no he had no sons. And I think that the whole fact that he's willing to risk his life, willing to change charge of this whole island that he really has no feel for anymore. I mean, he keeps talking about how much it has actually changed. He doesn't really have a connection to it anymore. And he's willing to do all of this just so he can have Vane by his side. I yeah. think it's it's sweet and it's something endearing, something you wouldn't well, expect. And, yeah, but it does make sense. He wants to leave behind a legacy. Mm-hmm. Like, and when when you've become as notorious as you have, and then this day, and, in that day and age, yeah. I mean, like, celebrity is legacy. And so I, I understand it, and I think yeah. it's very sweet because Vane is somebody who did him dirty. Like, he, mm-hmm. like, screwed him over for a girl who then went and screwed Vane over. So it's like, you know, but I think that was a lesson learned, and it's kind of cool to see a father-son relationship with those two, but um, it's going to be interesting to see the power struggle or, like, the buddy struggle between Rack, because Rackham's, like, he's kind of Vane's right-hand man, but now Blackbeard wants Vane to be his right-hand man, so what kind of conflict is that going to kind of create? And I think we see, too, Rackham actually makes a point of saying when he's standing there talking with Anne that he's, they're looking down at Vane while Vane's working and helping the slaves, and Rackham is just, like, looking, like, so sad to find out his buddy actually accepted the proposal to leave with Blackbeard after. Yeah. And he's confused. He's like, I don't know why this actually bothers me. And Anne looks and goes, because you care about him so much, basically. Because you care about his opinion of you so much. And it just really shows like the bond the two of them had and how he's genuinely upset that his buddy's going to leave. Yeah. He never would have thought they would have been close prior to this. You know. Well, and I even heard that like those three like off-camera, mm-hmm. like the three actors, yeah. are super tight yeah. uh, in, in South Africa. So, I mean, I think uh, Max, when uh, Jessica was here mm-hmm. talking about this season, and she was saying how close their relationship is, yeah. uh, you know, off off camera. So it's you know it's cool to kind of see those power struggles played. So on maybe it was as well. easier to be more genuine on camera, and that's why it was felt enough. Yeah, because off like, camera, they're, they're like actual. So he wasn't really acting. It was actually like, what about if he 
actually left? I'd be really sad oh about it. Oh my gosh, so. are we going to have another gay pirate amongst us? I don't know. <laughs> the romance going to expand. Is the romance going to expand? Um, so anyways, at the end of, uh, we, you know, we see this yep. kind of round table. Blackbeard's going to lead the troops. They trust him to lead the troops. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of the water, we have the water, Eleanor, the water Eleanor with Woods Rogers mm-hmm. and... Um, they're on their way and land ho land ho land ho that's land what they said ho. land ho land ho uh land ho they see nassau is on mm. the horizon and um they also see all the ships lined up ready to fight yeah. or in fighting formation and uh woods rogers and his peeps are freaking out a little bit mm-hmm. just a, just a tad about just it just a tad yeah and uh the fact that i thought during that whole time that whole meeting that was happening mm-hmm. in, in the in the room that it was actually going to be Eleanor that was actually going to go. And it was very shocking to me to find out that Eleanor was like, no, if I go there, I'm probably going to get killed. Like, let's be real right now. Everyone hates me. So the fact that she already knows that she's not welcomed at her homeland, basically, and she's literally having to rely on the British right now to kind of save her and start a new life for her, what I got from it. See, I didn't get that from it. I got Eleanor... Okay, I I, again, I think Eleanor is playing like... She's really playing chess. I think she's like 10 steps ahead at this point. Mm Mm-hmm. She she knows she knows what moves to make. This is a move she cannot make right now. She cannot go to that island by yeah. herself. Like so when and she also can gain a little bit more of Woods Rogers' trust by giving him a suggestion that she know is kind of foolproof a little bit by sending Hornigold there. So I think that was a huge play for her. Mm-hmm. Now, she she did that whole announcement thing in front of Woods Rogers' men, and then Woods Rogers agreed with her. Mm-hmm. So that was huge, too, because yep. that's going to get her more support from him. He's doing it in front of other men. These other men are going to see, oh, he went with her. That's, they, I'm sure they're like going to be like, oh, well, you know, stupid girl, if he dies, like, whatever. Yeah. But I think this was so smart. This shows how smart Eleanor's character is mm-hmm. and proves just, you know, this is how this is why you need me to stay alive. Yeah. You cannot kill me. You can't because kill me yeah, I'm gonna send Hornigold and then you're gonna get you're gonna be able to approach the island. Yeah, and I think this whole the whole interaction between the two of them, you just saw how he's letting her into his little circle a little bit more, Woods Rogers. He's trusting her more. She's earning like like you were saying. Yeah. So maybe she is doing the little chess game there. But um I also just think that him also when he also says that basically because the Spanish have so much of a control over this trip right now, mm-hmm. it basically shows that he's not the biggest. He's not all in control like he may seem he is. He's not yeah. the big leader of this whole thing happening in Nassau. The Spanish are kind of controlling him and his moves. Well, and as I said last week, I mean the real was Rogers had so many financial issues yeah. and a lot of like his life was a roller coaster of being like on top and then being on the very very bottom. So it's very cool to kind of show this side of yes he was very much controlled by merchants and by by different countries who were who he was being used as a pawn for them and he he, he was doing it in hopes that he could ra- raise his status exactly. and he did it a couple times and fell again from grace and then raised himself back up. back up he has a crazy life yeah um <laughs> but yeah i like that they're bringing yeah. that real reality um of history yeah. and it shows it. that he's vulnerable because the fact he actually tells her that story you know yeah. he actually tells her the real stuff that's actually happening he could have just played this whole thing off that he has all this support backing don't screw me over because if you do all these people he's like no i really need you right now because the spanish are going to kind of be coming in eight weeks and you know and this is the other thing is that i don't know if it was you said it last week or norton but uh i think there could be i think that might be our next budding little romance between the two of them i think they're definitely gonna bag i don't know i think they're gonna bag (laughs) like she's been through everyone else she's no other eye he's good looking chap he's cute yeah yeah yeah. sometimes like there was like one shot of him this week and i was like 
dang, Woods yeah. Rogers is looking hot. He's a little badass with his scars, too. Yeah, you know? he was looking good. He's been through some things before. I'm trying to... Um, but yeah, I just kind of wish... I mean, there's not much to see from them this episode. Mm-hmm. I get it plot-wise, but I kind of wish I saw more of them. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy that what we did see of them was very good plot interact. You know what I mean? It was a strong plot and yeah. strong things mm-hmm. happened during it. So. Well, and then we did get that scene of we st- all Hornigold getting on, like, stepping up, and it was, like, so dramatic. Like, all mm-hmm. these pirates, like, ready to go and fight. Yeah. See him step on the island. Yeah. And he basically makes the announcement of, you know, if... You are willing to lay down your arms. You will be honored by the new governor. And also, uh, British, you will be pardoned. And, oh, by the way, there's a bounty on Captain Vane's head for 10,000 pounds of sterling. No! Your move, Rackham. Your move. <laughs> like it's up to you. Because people like immediately because Eleanor was right. Half yeah. those men on that island had sailed under Hornigold. Half they did respect him. When you have a captain that that is somebody you respect. Yeah. So they shook his hand, they took his pardon, and it's gonna be a manhunt for Vane. Oh, it is. I just think it was crazy too the fact that what before he even landed, when he was just on the boat heading to the island, he passes Blackbeard. Like Blackbeard is basically looks like an arm's length of him looking down and Blackbeard Pale. Yeah. Did you learn anything from Fire to the Caribbean? Pale. 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 Okay. Pale. Well yeah, and and he just passed with that white flag and Blackbeard even knew, was smart enough to recognize if I shoot this guy right now, I could easily kill him right now. If I did it, though, the entire island is going to go up. There's going to be basically a civil war of people on the island. So, Oh, and that's what they're trying to yeah, avoid. They're that's trying exactly. to avoid fighting. So, so it's so, a smart move by Eleanor to actually send him. Very you know? smart move by Eleanor. I'm yeah. glad they're keeping her character. Yeah. They're building up her character for me a little bit more little bit. Um, this season. So I'm liking Eleanor. But poor Vane. Um, I don't want him to have a bounty on his head. Yes, this makes me very nervous. Very sad. Very nervous. Although Goodness. there was a time when I thought when Hornigold first shot, the, like, uh, stood on the island and like made his announcement and it was like kind of quiet. Yeah. I thought like just a bullet was going to ring out and he was just going to get shot dead. And like that would be like... That was going to be it. And that was going to be it. And then like and Eleanor then, was going to be screwed and then what would happen? I thought that was... And then was the show pretend- would end and then we would have no black cells. And, yeah, and then season three would be done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so... Uh, the last kind of group of people, because I yeah. think that's everybody here. Yeah. The last t- group of people um, that we need to talk about are Flint, Silver, and his crew. And, and they Mr. are all Flint. starving. And uh, speaking of starving, I need to talk about something, guys. Okay. I have to talk about something. And I, it's so funny because I didn't know what this live read was. Mm-hmm. And then they handed it to me. And I was like, oh, my God, Blue Apron. <laughs> I love Blue Apron. You guys, this is what Blue Ap- This is why Blue Apron is so cool. Uh, for less than $10 a meal, Blue Apron can deliver all the fresh ingredients that you need and the directions to cook to make home-cooked meals, and it's super, super easy. A lot of my friends have it who work really, really busy jobs and hate going to the grocery store or don't have time to go to the grocery store, um, and they've I've used a free week of yeah. it, and it's so good, and it makes you feel like an executive chef, and you're like, yes, bam, I just did this, like, and it's so good, <laughs> and it's so easy, and I, a lot of times, have leftovers, so it feeds me for a couple days. Um but yeah, have you ever? That's perfect. Have you no, but you just made that sound. You so, should, and, I want to be the executive <laughs> chef in my own kitchen too. Have leftovers for days. I'm into it. Well, all recipes are between 500 and 700 calories per portion, so oh, wow. you know it's healthy. That's amazing. Yeah, and you can even eat less or more depending on what you want. So it's delicious. It's good for you. And right now, you can get your first two meals for free at BlueApron.com/slash. Podcast. That's blueapron.com slash podcast. 
Blue Apron, it's a better way to cook. Yeah. And you don't have to go to the grocery store. I hate going to the grocery store. So, it's, like, that's, like, that's why I preach Blue Apron. Yeah. Um, and you can, you know, get a couple meals a week. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be every meal a week, but just a couple times a week, and it's just easy. Yeah. It's I think very, I'm going to sign easy. up on your laptop right after the show. I think I'm going to go right that's to what, it. I'm telling you, <laughs> at least try it. It's, I will. It's, you won't, you won't regret it. Anyways, let's talk about, now that we, we've talked about the food, let's talk about uh, the people who don't have food. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> it's so sad. These poor guys just sitting there on the ship just looking. But just literally, horribly. like, this whole storyline, this that carried this episode. Oh, it did, yeah. Oh, my God. And I, I want to give a shout-out really quick also to people on the chat. Yeah. Um, Zombie Fun 100, Ted, Crew... I don't know if that's how you say it. It's TDCR. Um, zombie fun. Um, and Carolina Herrera. Yeah, Carolina. Woo-hoo. I'm from North Carolina. Um, anyways. <laughs> Sorry for your loss yesterday. <laughs> I'd rather eat shark than Blue Apron. No, Zombie Fun. You've never had Blue Apron. It's so good. You don't even know. It's so you much- don't even know. Um, anyways. So, thank you guys for watching and for uh, joining in on the chat. We really, really appreciate it. We love it. We love your comments. So, tension is building between Silver and Flint. It's day 12 into this kind of like the storm ended and we can't go anywhere because there's no wind. Mm-hmm. And Bones is kind of caught in the middle a little bit. Um, I think he's more definitely more on Silver's side than Flint. I, I feel like it's more... Silver is stuck in the middle between Flint and Bones because mm-hmm. Bones at this point, no, no wonder why he does not trust Flint because uh, he tried to kill him this one time. Yeah, that's um, that little thing just, happened. I don't just, know if you remember, one but thing. yeah. <laughs> um, and he also thinks that, or Bones, uh, Billy Bones also thinks that uh, Flint is going crazy. So, which uh, he kind of is. Which he kind of is, but I mean, you know, but this is the other thing that I thought was interesting was the conversation Flint had. You know, he wants to limit everybody's rations. Mm-hmm. And the way he wants to limit people's rations is he wants basically John Silver to pick the guys who are more important and more valuable to keep alive and give them more of the food from the people from the people's rations who, you know, we can afford to lose. And this is a huge, huge moral dilemma for John Silver. Mm -hmm. And this is where you really see the difference between like who they are at their cores, Mm -hmm. John or Silver versus Flint. Yeah. And I love the juxtaposition of these two guys. Yeah, and I think the Flint just even making that proposal, none of that was shocking to me. That was just like, oh, okay, yep, Flint wants to kill more people that aren't going to help him with his goal of getting revenge, basically. Um, but I think that <clears throat> the whole fact that Flint is trying to rely on Silver, but at the end of the day knows that Silver, regardless, isn't going to be able to do, live up to his expectations. And we really see that come to play when Flint murders two of the suspected uh, thieves on the ship. And he just mm-hmm. goes up and kills them in cold well, blood murder, no, basically. I, okay. it was, I, thought I it was, hate to agree I with Flint. I thought it was rude. I, I hate to agree with what Flint did, but this is the thing. These guys are in dire, these guys are in dire straits. Like, the, the main difference between Flint and Silver is that Flint does, usually takes the harder route. Mm-hmm. And Sometimes that works out for him. Sometimes it doesn't. Silver always looks for the easy way out. And the way that, like, you know, is going to, you know. It's so funny because Silver used to only look out for himself. And now Silver's like, what's the easy way out that can help everybody the most? Um, But Flint makes the hard decisions as a captain. So, you know, this is the first time we see them. It was 12 days into their little, like, thing. Mm -hmm. Then when those two men were were accused uh, or accusing each other of stealing rations, that was Mm -hmm. 18 days in. And... 
what were they going to do? Like, what are they going to waste more energy and just watch these two guys argue? No one's going to, like, say it was them. Sorry. And honestly, at this point, you have two potential liars. Like, yeah, like how are you going to, how are you going to even, like, you know, judge this? And so just get rid of two more mouths to feed. Well, I don't think it's great. I but don't come agree. On. I don't agree with the way it went down with that at all. I think the fact that you just, I don't think that Silver's taking the easy way out with it. I think it's the fact that Silver actually has this deep connection with the crew. Like, we find out later he gave up all of his money just so he could be a part of this crew still and he would have these people and the fact I think he sort of maybe understood where they were coming from that everyone's getting a little delirious right now people are hungry okay they made a mistake but I don't think it was worth them but dying but it's pirates over. code one of them I don't if think it was- whoever was guilty that is the code that when you join the pirates that you agree to if you steal if you lie to your brother and that is death yeah so I just- sorry you're a pirate. Like, <laughs> this is what you should expect. See, I don't know. I'm more on Silver's side with this. It's a hard call. I think it would be a very hard call. I agree with Those are his Flint, brothers. Though. Those are his brothers. I'm sorry. Flint I... has no connection to the crew at all. Like, no connection. Are you doesn't kidding care. me? I mean, he doesn't care about those guys. He is their captain. He's trying to keep majority of them alive so they can get to so land. So he can save his own bum. So well, that's just, behind, that's you know? that just, just That just happens to be included. That just happens to be there? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I did think it was super... I mean, Silver's my all-time favorite character. I know. This is why it's interesting. I know. So, but I just, I just think like they were in dire straits. I think Flint was making like he had to make these decisions so like the people that needed to stay alive stayed alive. So they got to where they got to like go. And like this is what made me mad. It's like John Silver wasn't eating his rations. It's like John, that's not helping the crew. That's hurting the crew in the long run because you're one of the people who need to keep your mind, your wits about you Mm -hmm. because you're making the the hard decisions here. Like if he hadn't been eating his rations, he wouldn't have been able to get in the boat and like use his energy to go check out that whale. So what are you doing, John? John's not always thinking. He's not always being the smartest guy. Mm -hmm. He's not thinking ahead. He's thinking right now. You have to get where he's coming from. I do understand where he's coming from because even right there, it also shows you too. He cares more about the people than he does himself, or he cares more about these people as friends than even just pirate colleagues, you know? And I love They're it. Okay, pirates! I, okay, I, I love it. I love that They're part pirates. of him. I love that, like, because we all think that their pirates need to act one way. So when you see a different side of it, I think I'm more yes, attracted to that. They're human beings. Yes, they exactly. are humans. I get that. So but no this, one deserves to die like that. I can't. They're all gonna die if they don't <laughs> figure something out. Like, well, Flint's just trying to prolong, like, the, like, being able to figure something out, a plan B. He's mm-hmm. trying to prolong it as long as he can. Yeah. And sometimes that takes sacrifice. Yeah. Like, yes, it sucks for those two guys, but, like, you shouldn't have stolen. That. You shouldn't have stolen that crap. Yeah, and I think that Silver does actually kind of get where Flint's coming from because after you see, uh, when they see that there's a, this dead carcass, this whale possibly they could get food from out there, you see Silver literally says to Flint, well, we're the only two that have had full rations. So it shows that he's actually started eating his rations again because he actually listened to Flint and was like, yeah, I do need my strength, like what you said. Well, and Billy. Billy was the and one Billy. who told him he needed to eat his yeah. rations. Yeah. <sighs> well... Mr. Billy Bones. I, you guys in the chat, who do you think was in the right, like, in this whole argument? Do you think it was Silver or do you think it was Flint? Dun, dun, dun. I want to know. I, I love Silver. I want to marry Silver. I know you love you him. You know I love him. I'm going to tell I, him you're talking like this then. I'm <laughs> the just... The chance is going to be ruined. I'm playing the long game here, hon. I'm playing okay. the long game. Okay. You know? I'm playing the emotional game. <laughs> the emotional side. getting a little too emotional right now. I think I would right be now. dead if I was on this ship. You're getting I a little not too it. emotional. <laughs> Um, so, yeah. Anyway, so we see this, you know, they both decide yeah. to, this was, so day 21, 
is when they see the dead whale carcass out in the middle of nowhere. And we see that, you know, John Silver's like, I'm going to go. Flint's like, no, like, you're going to waste your energy. Again, Flint's thinking yeah. long term. John's thinking, I see, I see meat. I want to go get meat, it. food. You know, at least Flint went with, with, went with him. Mm-hmm. Like, that was cool. You know, now we got Flint and Silver going on their little mission to the whale carcass. Stranded on a boat together. Stranded on a boat. We see uh, Silver have this, you know, kind of confession to mm-hmm. Flint, which, when that happened, did you think one of them was going to kill the other one? Like, did you think both these guys were going to come back from this boat ride? Or I did. I okay. actually did. I think that they're two... I don't think one of them is going to kill each other. I think there's going to be big disputes. I don't think one of them is destined to kill the other one. I think it's just two different mindsets happening, and eventually they're going to work it out. Um, but I think this was huge progress when Silver did say this, because I think Silver just doesn't... It's not that he doesn't care anymore. He wants to be as open with Flint as possible so that he can bond with him as much. And that's what he basically said, you know? Yeah. Um, but he was still terrified even though he said that he was afraid for his own life. He grabbed onto one of the, the fishing hooks as soon as he said the story because he thought Flynn was going to turn around and try to kill him. Yeah. And um, so, no. Well, and I, I, think, I think by him, like, testing kind of these boundaries with Flint and, his, like, these trust things with Flint, I think he's he's trying to see if, if he can save Flint to a certain extent mm-hmm. and take get him out of this crazy that yeah. he's in. Because I think John really, I, I think in the, he, do, he, he doesn't not like Flint but and he knows he needs Flint, mm-hmm. so he needs to make sure Flint doesn't go crazy, so he can keep Flint around, so Billy doesn't kill Flint or you know any of that stuff. So, you know that was smart. Yeah. But I I also agree, and I Mary J. Uh, Grievous says it too. She's like Flint and Silver could be unsto- an unstoppable force if they continue to work together. Yeah. I absolutely agree with that, and I think that's what. Um, who, I can't remember who said that, but um, I think that's what Silver's trying to do. Silver, this whole time. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Silver even said it. Like yeah. it's better that we're um, it, it's better we're better partners, partners than rivals. Exactly. So, and I think it's it's a lot of courage to be out in the middle of the ocean by yourself with the scariest pirate captain in all the land. Yes. And you're going to tell him that you basically took all his gold from him. Yes. Like, yep. all right, let's see, buddy. Good luck with that one. Good <laughs> luck. And he made it out, though. He, he did. did he it made out. it out. He made it so. out. Um, and so they get to this carcass. They realize mm-hmm. they can't eat this. But lo and behold, there are sharks in the water. There are sharks you, in these waters. What did you think when you first saw the sharks? Because I thought that boat was going to get like capsized and they were going to have to like fight off sharks in the water or something. I didn't. I didn't even go towards that. Oh, they're going to actually bring the sharks onto this little tiny. boat. Oh no! I was like, I was like, oh, they should eat the sharks. There's no possible way they could catch a shark and like, there's no None way. None of that makes any sense. There's so no way they have the energy to do it. But obviously, adrenaline. Co- Kicks in. Obviously, you know, they had to do it for their men. Yeah. This was their only way of survival, and they made it happen, and um, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it was crazy that Silver has one wooden <laughs> leg, and you're still able able to, like, muster up enough strength to pull the shark backwards. Yes. You know, it was I know. just, Well, no, know, that's what he, 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 no, he did the leverage. He did it, but I mean, still, I mean, you're still needing to use your force with your feet to sort of hold you back, too. Yeah. I don't know. It was I really, I really to want to talk to the, to, to the creators and see, okay, how how did you do the shark thing? Yeah. How did like what were they eating when they're eating the meat stuff? Like yeah. that looked gross. Very good. Um, it? It's basically sushi. It's fine. <laughs> sashimi, fresh, fresh shark sashimi. Yeah. Um, and just in time too, because as soon as they also get back, I, I well, this was also a big bonding moment between them. They both yeah. were able to come back with the shark, save the crew, happy yeah. go day. Um, they see land, and could this be the future Treasure Island? 
Possibly. Because this know. is only inhabited by, somebody said cannibals on the chat. <laughs> I, that's, I, we could call them cannibals for now. They, yeah. they did not look friendly. No, they did um, not. So who knows who they are. But, uh, yeah, they, they're, on, they're on this new island, and we're, we're going to see mm-hmm. kind of what... It's going to happen when they get on this island. It's going to be more aggression or more peaceful. Or... I think there's. I think it's definitely going to be aggression. Yeah. Should we get into predictions about that? No, bit? because I think <laughs> what we haven't talked about. We've talked a lot about like, um, you know, Flint and and Silver yeah. and and the Billy kind of you know threesome. But we haven't talked about kind of Flint's um, a lot of flashbacks with Miranda. With Miranda and a lot of very important ones too. And I'm wondering if after this, you know, we see he, he sees death again that really cool kind of death creature and it's yeah. like is this the end of that or because I feel like he's kind of turned over a new leaf a little mm-hmm. bit after having this heart to heart with Silver or are these things going to continue to happen yeah Tell well me I mean think. we even see Miranda in one of the visions basically saying that she's going to guide him through these hardships but when the, he's out of it that's it she's done yeah. she's going to leave him he needs to be sort of on his own and I think that she really described the relationship very well um, she put it the fact that she was his mistress when he needed love, and he was she was his wife when he needed love and understand when he needed understanding. But above everything else, she was a mother figure, which I thought was very interesting. It just yeah. shows the depth of their relationship mm-hmm. and how they were able to transition throughout the years and the different things they were encountering yeah. together. And it 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 makes I really really love that scene. I loved. I love having that understanding of where they... Because I was always very confused about that relationship Mm -hmm. as a viewer. So I I think that really solidified in my head. Like, okay, now I understand why he's so torn up. Because for the longest time, it was like, wait, he was in love with Thomas. Like, I don't understand who Miranda is now. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, yes, they were... like, Like, what role is she playing in his life? What What is she to him? Like, who does he see her as? Mm -hmm. But it makes sense to me that... Okay, at different times, she's been a different person to him, and he's needed all these dif- different people to get to where he is now mm-hmm. and to survive. So, good on you, Miranda. Yeah. And, I mean, at one point, he even does mention that he was sad. He was upset, obviously, when Thomas died. But when she left, he was he's determined, I think, devastated mm-hmm. to really show the difference mm-hmm. that I think it, maybe it honestly took him. Maybe that's why he's having all these, these sort of flashbacks and, and visions of hers. Maybe it took her dying to actually realize, you know, in real world, it is for a lot of people, how important he, she yeah. actually was to him, you know, yeah. and how much he actually relied on her. He never yeah. really thought that. So. I completely agree. I don't know. So we still have, we saw death again. We did see do you, death. So do you think we're going to continue to see death? Do you think death is going to continue to be a character in this series? Or is death just going to be kind of a figment of Flint's imagination and we're only going to see, we're not going to see it that much anymore? I think it's going to end. I think it ends with the Miranda visions sort of ending. Okay. I think that those two are kind of tied in together. And I think the fact that they end this entire um, episode with them finding land, even though, yeah, it may not be, we don't know what's going to happen with these mm-hmm. people on the land, but the fact that they were able to get somewhere safe... Yeah. Shows that Miranda kind of lived up to her end of the bargain, you mm-hmm. know? And so now I think both of them are going to be sort of gone. Yeah. And we also see that, like, uh, Silver thinks that, like, Billy comes up to Silver when he's like, what's going on? You know, we the last little interaction between them. And uh, Bill, or Billy or Silver says to Billy, uh, we've made progress. Yeah. So don't freak out yet because we're making progress and I'm yeah. getting a hold on him and we're not going to lose him yet. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, again, Black Sills, great episode. And awesome. I, uh, 
I love, I love like this, these these man love triangles. I yeah. love them. It's I lo- still my favorite season. I will say that right now. We're only episode three, but it's my favorite so far. And so they're just putting so much in there, and the plot that they're bringing in too is just so. I feel like literally. Juicy, I feel like I've you know? watched, like I feel like all three of these episodes have been like three seasons. Like yeah. it's like there's they, that's how much we've been getting, and there hasn't been any. I don't think any time I felt bored or anything, or mm-hmm. like I felt like there's a lot of episodes in past seasons where it was just kind of like you know just giving us like kind of information where this mm-hmm. is just action and I love it and yeah. it's it's action with information and that's the best way to, I think to write a series and a show like this yeah well, I think the first two seasons they very much so had to set up everyone's backstory and mm-hmm. the characters just so you could really exposition, fall in love, exposition, fall exposition, in love yeah. with them and now it's like bam this is what we've all been waiting for because mm-hmm. we understand everything you don't need to show us every little detail we get it we understand yeah. what everyone's feeling you know it's, so. I have so much fun because I just have to share this after Whenever I'm done with this after show, mm-hmm. I literally go play bar trivia with a bunch of like the people who work on the show. So really? <laughs> I just like go and then I like I like geek out with them. Like ah <laughs> yes. So I'm gonna go geek out with them after this. But that. yeah, it's uh, I keep trying to get them all to come on, but like they're all nervous because they're like we're not trained like actors to kind of uh, be interviewed, you yeah. know? Because they're so they're already shooting season. Um, they're shooting season four right now. Okay. So like it's kind of hard for somebody who's not trained to kind of. Get give press interviews to sit down and talk to you and not give away spoilers because they're so engrossed in a like a season so far ahead. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm still trying to convince them. Every week after the show, I go and I sit down with them and I try to Who convince them. Who are you hanging them. out with tonight? Who am I hanging out? Um, a couple of like the editors, the special okay. effects people, all people in post. In so post, okay. They're all, all the yeah, because because the production team they're in South Africa right now shooting. They're all shooting. But like as soon as they start, you know, visiting and stuff. Because yeah, I was wondering I was, if a shirtless vein was going to be there. I was going to. You don't even I know. You don't even know that was how that hard. Was happening, so no, they. I was inviting myself. They're all to this. shooting <laughs> in South Africa right now, but you don't. Don't know how hard I so because some of them might be back in town. They come back in town every once in a while because yeah. it's kind of pilot season. Okay, so I keep like trying to keep my ears open of like who's been in the offices, yeah. who's who's in town, like who can come by for a visit. Yeah. So you know we're working hard on it, guys. We're trying. They all know about us in, yeah. in the post department at okay, least. Good. And so tell them we're not scary. No, we're, we're not. We're yeah. about the sharks and the water yeah. scenes. So That's all we want to we'll, know. We'll about. contact stars and try to get a couple more of them in here. Um, and I know the creators definitely do want to come. In. Yeah. So uh, the creators this. are will definitely come in, um, but so they have to. They're to. yeah, they're out of town right now, so yeah. we, they can't get there in South Africa. So <laughs> predictions. I think we can go give us your predictions in the chat room as well. And now your after buzz TV. You go first. My predictions. Okay. Um, I just think because we ended with Flint, I'll, I'll discuss a prediction with Flint. I think he's getting to the island right now and we see these indigenous people looking down on them. And I think everyone's going to think there's going to be some big war, some blowout that's going to happen. But I think that, I mean, yeah, at first there may be a little bit of action, but I think they're actually going to become buddies. I think they're all going to, the pirates and these people may bond together more so. I think there may be some alliance that's going to happen there that may be able to be used out in Nassau to come with boatloads of people that are going to come help and fight. I don't know. That may be too off, but that's my prediction. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't You're know not about into that. that. What, you just think there's going to be a huge war that's going to happen? I don't think we're going to get a war yet, but it's hard to, you know, they've given us so much at the beginning. I'm like so worried this next episode is going to be a little bit of like of a chiller episode, but then it's like now we have these, these, uh, native people to, for this island. So I don't know the, the cannibals as they called them in the chat room, but I think I am I am so anxious to get Eleanor back on NASA and mm-hmm. I'm I'm 
I, I'm so anxious not only to get Eleanor back on NASA, but to get Eleanor and Vane face to face again. And I don't think we're going to get it next episode, but I think when we get that, I think, I don't know. I, I don't know if they'll both like walk out of that, like that meeting. Yeah. I feel like if, if they're head to head again, I, I don't know if they're, if, you know, yeah. Rain is not going to let Eleanor live again. I don't, I don't well, I think because Blackbeard yeah. is there and Blackbeard's yeah. going to be talking in his ear and yep. this time he's going to actually listen yeah. to him. Yeah. Because last time it didn't work out. So I think, I, I think Eleanor might get. I don't know. Oh, wow. I don't know. Next episode? I, no, not next. Not next episode. Okay. I don't know what's going to happen in the next episode because so much happens every week, and it just we can't it, even predict it. There's I no can't point. even predict it. There's so much, so much. But uh, thank you guys again for watching. Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Keaton Markey. Uh, make sure to follow us here at AfterBuzz. And we're yeah. about you. Follow me at Nadine DP with the number three. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. I want to tell Zombie. So, Zombie Fun 100. If the series takes place 20 years before Treasure Island, how much time has taken place since the pilot? Will season four take a big time jump? Oh. Ooh. I possibly. like that idea. When I'm at game night or, or when I'm at <laughs> trivia, I'll see what I can, what information I can fish out. Fish out. But they're pretty tight lipped. They're, they're so tough around Just buy around a tequila. Come right? on, tequila will get Shots it all out of them. Everybody. <laughs> no, they know I'm such a super fan, so they're Shots like lips spoilers. are sealed. <laughs> Thanks again, you guys, for watching. See you next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.